I can't believe that just happened. I've never seen a creature like that before in my life. Either of those creatures have I ever seen in my life. But they're gone. Defeated by our strength and wit. You know, I think I'm getting the hang of this whole magic thing. With little to no help from Grin. Ah! But now, on to Bryn Shander. It'll be nice to see some familiar faces on today's short quest, Long Rest. to short quest long rest that's this show that's us mm -hmm. that's this and we are continuing our adventures on the heels of a fight with a mighty frozen bear which uh had a rider upon its back from which a ring was recovered was it not our boy krellick it's my precious <laughs> all right after getting yourselves Kicked to shit, my god. Who was it had that 2 HP left? That was me. <laughs> yeah. That was my boy, yeah, Felgren. Yeah, Felgren had two. Spencers, I think I had... Yeah. Nine? I think I had nine. I think I got down to You have no 11. excuse. It was, a, it was a butt clenching moment. I don't know about you There's guys, a... I was still... I still had like 24 HP. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Is that all you have? I didn't think you got hit. I had 14. You had what, 14? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody got hit on that, didn't they? Or no, Dreamer, did you ever get hit? Oh, yeah. Dreamer got hit. Dreamer got caught in some of those AoEs. Okay, that's what I was wondering, because I know he was kind of outside the thing. I wasn't sure if he got snagged by it, but, but yep. Lots of fun. But you've had a uh, some time to recover, you know, get back to your campfire, settle back in, re-up some special abilities to make you, yourselves harder to detect out on the frozen tundra. <laughs> and with a ring in hand, Krellick, that you still have to identify, the rest of your long rest, I should say, passes uneventfully. And then you are all brought back up to full health if you want to set yourselves up for a long rest on that point. Done. And ready to continue on your way to Bryn Shander. Is there anything you want to do before you hit the road? If Krellick gives me the, the ring, I'll identify it for him. Absolutely. All right. Nice, nice, nice. So, Krellick, you bring Rian a ring, and it has... It's a very, very thick iron band. It has a sort of feathered pattern to it, but as you look more closely, you can see a worn bear's face with tiny little gemstone eyes, garnets, gleaming redly in the dark. Rian, you, with your sort of draconic magics kicking in, can immediately tell that it is magical. But it isn't until you have sat with it a bit by the fire and sort of turned it over in your hand that you identify the spell Find Steed embedded within. 
Ah, uh, that's awesome. Specifically. And I've actually put this item into Krellick's inventory already, if you'd like. I updated the one you had in there. Yeah. You can use <laughs> Fine Steed without any components, verbal, somatic, once per long rest. It still takes the 10 minutes to cast, so it's not something you can do as an action. And you have to have the ring attuned. I also posted in our Discord the rules for Fine Steed, so just as a kind of recap for anyone that hasn't familiarized yourself with them. Whenever you mount up, you have two options. Either my Steed is going to act independently, or I want to be in control. If you opt to be in control, it takes your initiative and the only actions it can use, it uses them independently of your own, are dash, disengage, and dodge. If you choose to have your mount operate independently of yourself, you get carried along wherever the hell it goes, but it, it keeps its initiative and, you know, it, it behaves exactly as you might expect a, a bear to behave. Whether that means fucking off because combat is loud and noisy. <laughs> Whether that means attacking the thing that is trying to kill you. That is entirely up to the bear if you decide not to grab the reins, as it were. Interesting. Additionally, should you pick up any spells along the way that only affect yourself when you are mounted on a creature summoned by Find a Steed, the spell will also affect your mount. So, for example, if you happen to pick up Long Strider and you target yourself, well, guess what? Now your mount has an additional 10 feet as well. Nice. Yeah. I think Rian looks over the ring and uh, he kind of like, when he gets it, he kind of like, his eyes get wide real fast. He looks at it and he's like, oh, sorry, but turns out this thing's not magic at all. What? But <laughs> it was on the glowy guy. <laughs> I am kidding. And he takes it and fucking throws it to him. He's like, you're going to need to uh, get yourself familiar with that, but uh, once you spend a little bit of time with it, get uh, in tune with it, just, uh, I think you'll know what to do. And trust me, you're going to love this one. Okay. I guarantee He's going to leave him with that. Yeah, I, you're going to love the way you look. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess... That's all he's going to leave you with. He's going to mess with the ring and just yep. play with it and do whatever. Yep, once you get your, your attunement to it, he'll... Uh, Speak, speak the words, Krellick. It's a little strange because, you know, you're not, you're familiar being around magic. You're not a magic user yourself. So sitting there for an hour, focusing on this ring, attuning to it, is really boring. But you're an older gentleman. You have wells of patience deep within you. And after a while, you start to feel a connection to that ring. It sits more comfortably on the finger, adjusting itself to the proper size. And you can feel almost as if on, I should say, a different part of yourself. There is a consciousness that you can almost reach out to and draw forth if you so desire. One that is alien to you, dwelling within that ring. Animalistic. Hungry. That would... Ah, I think he'd be kind of spooked by it, but curious at the same time. So... He would probably reach out, see what's going on with this new feeling. You, uh, make contact with this unfamiliar presence within the ring. And your awareness of it doesn't arrive immediately. You sit there for a couple of minutes, growing more and more familiar with it. It doesn't seem hostile to you. 
seems as curious about you as you are of it. And after about ten minutes or so, you feel a compulsion to reach out your hand towards an open patch of snow at the edge of the campfire. Do you follow that compulsion? Uh, guys, I don't know what's going on, but, uh... Yeah, Brian's like, nudging Falgren, he's like, watch this, watch this, this is gonna be awesome. I, uh, um, mm-hmm. he's gonna do it. So you outstretch your hand, it's almost like there's a wisp of white light that pours from the finger that you have that ring attached to. Even through your mitts, it emerges. And as it pulls onto the ground where you're gesturing, it starts to grow in size. And after probably a couple of seconds, there is a brilliant flash of white light that blinds some of you who are there looking at it. And in its place, now standing beside the campfire, is a very large pale bear with brilliant eyes that is looking back at you, Krellick, very expectantly. I think his mouth is just going to be wide open. Oh. Say that's that's uh that's a mount, buddy, and that's all yours. I can't believe that just happened. Is it real? I think he's gonna kind of walk right. up to it, kind of like see what's going on. As you get up and trudge over to it, the bear, the bear's attention has swung from you, and that big black nose, that bit of damp on the end of it, is working and sniffing the air, and kind of dips its head to sniff at the fire and then kind of jerks its head away, like, ooh, that's hot. And is currently breathing in the scents of all the party that have walked past this patch of ground beside the fire. When you come alongside it, the bear turns its head to look at you over its right shoulder, and then, with this great sigh from those massive lungs, kind of lowers itself on that side to offer you a way up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's climbing. Nah. It's better than a lich. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the boy finally got his bear. <laughs> it is a very strange thing to be sitting atop of a bear. It's not as narrow as a horse or a pony. You have to have a very wide stance for it. But it feels comfortable. This bear kind of turns its head now the other direction, looking at you over its left shoulder, seemingly waiting patiently. He doesn't know what to say. He's just going to hug the bear from the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid. Aye. Aye. I wasn't expecting that one. That's, uh... I mean, more power to him, but, you know, that's, uh... So what are, where are we going? Yeah, that's... Bear sort of flattens itself like a pancake along the ground. Since it isn't being commanded to go anywhere. <laughs> She's hugging it like it's a Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> like he just got a puppy. That's yes. so sick and got a puppy for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least something good came out of it. Hey, hey, I was going to say, maybe we fight more crazy creatures up here. We'll end up with a uh, strange mount add to our little legend. <sighs> let's not. Hey, <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's get on the road. Krillik, you riding? Uh, I am, I'm riding this. Hey, well, try not to get too far ahead of us, okay? I mean, don't want to get too crazy with it. Yeah, so your bear has a movement speed of 40 feet. Damn. If you need its stat block, 
in our uh, foundry here, right hand side. There's a folder now under NPC is labeled mounts. Nice. Where you should be able to see him just fine. I think we just got our sled dog. <laughs> sled bear. Sled bear. It's a weird looking dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's a polar bear dog. Yeah. Like like Cora had. And that's I have owl. not seen Legend of Korra. I am gonna. You haven't have seen to... Legend of Korra? No. It's Why would I? I don't know. <laughs> Why would you not? Like I. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand this logic. You can, <laughs> we can use it as a sled bear, can't we? Oh yeah, you could certainly use it as a sled Hell bear if yeah. you'd like. Hell yeah! Now we just got to get a sled. That's fucking. We still probably got to get something else though, because like they said, uh, I think going like three people fit on a, a sled at a time. So well, it cuts the amount of dogs we need in like. Absolutely, like yeah. Lot. That's gonna make it much cheaper for us. In fact, we might have enough to actually like pool together. We might actually have enough yeah. to get a, a full set. One doggo sled. Yeah, one doggo sled, which is better because honestly, if we're gonna have to name them damn dogs, two sets of freaking sled dog things, it's like six dogs too. We'd have to have twelve damn names. Might as well just, you know, do the fucking reindeer. Like, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Fix, and Comic, mm -hmm. Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. So, you folks getting on the road? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Unless anybody else has something else they want to do while we're out here. No, Tavini was just sketching the bear. That's the nice. bear he needs to eat. I like it. Just give him a berry, bud. You know you want to. <laughs> That's a very interesting question, because find Steed, the creature is technically still a... Uh, or sorry, fine steed. It's no longer a beast, but other types of creatures still need to eat. Yeah. So which one is it? I was gonna say is, uh, or have you not chosen yet? Oh, it's celestial. As as... Celestial, nice. Fucking bear from from Morden. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, technically it's a it's a spirit, so I would say it doesn't have to eat. It could probably eat if it wants to. Yeah, you can still give it a berry if you want, bud. Yeah. Old, no, I'm going to conserve them. <laughs> it's currently like flat chest to the ground, arms splayed out in all directions, chin on the ground, just kind of enjoying laying down for a bit with this person on its back. Nice. Uh, a very big sleepy cute. mountain. Adorable. Adorable. It's going to be awesome when we roll into town with you on the back of a polar bear. I love it. The okay, let's continue. Exactly. We fucking roll into town with. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Fucking robot warforged, a dwarf on the back of a bear, a guy with a dragon, a fucking. <laughs> this is just a, a tiefling with a spirit fox. Oh. The menagerie grows. I was gonna say, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get I mean, to, but it's to no big, something it's, wonky too. It's no bigger a menagerie than like any other group that has war horses and familiars. True. Nope, ours is cooler. Yeah, yeah. horses are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 2000 and late, Josie. <laughs> Their leg fingers beg to differ. <laughs> what? Yeah, I... Horses, <laughs> horses' legs are fingers. Yeah? No. Because of how... Why? Because of how they're, they're bent? I don't understand. Why are they fingers? They're specialized fingers. I. It's been a while. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. 
Okay, Fucking going. record scratch on that shit. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dreamer fact. Oh, yeah. so. It's a dreamerism. Uh, so everybody didn't know Lando and Dreamer. Not a big difference between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not a not a big yeah. leap. No. <laughs> that's, that's a straight up Twitter comment right there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Right? Okay, let's move on to yeah, Bruce let's Lee. Let's go on, uh, on the road before uh, another joke happens. Okay. So, it only takes a few hours of travel from where you sort of rested for a, a brief time before you are rolling into the walled town of Bryn Shander. Yeah. Passing Targos along the way. Still haven't been there. Yeah. We have never been into Targos once. We have passed it twice now. I've just been like, whoop, straight past. And there's Bremen on the other side of it. I don't know that you're ever going to get there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someday. But uh, rolling into Bryn Shander, the town is much as you... Let me activate it here. Yeah. Oh, Remember it from the this. last time you were here. Uh-huh. You wind up approaching it from the north gate. And as you're entering, first thing you notice is that place, the North Look, on the right-hand side. Heading still further toward the center of town, is there any place where you want to stop first and foremost? If anyone's not, like, if if people are not sure where they're going, Tavini's kind of, like, heading west. Okay, so heading towards Black Iron Blades. Yes. As soon as she gets to that street, she's, t- you know, making a hard right and going down to Black Iron Blades. I can dig it. So, are we splitting up a little bit? Like, what's everybody thinking? Because I definitely want to hit up crystals at some point. Yeah. Um, um, well, do, do you say that? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm wondering, like, what people were thinking right now, just so we could roleplay it out as far I mean, as that If goes. you're going to crystals, if you say you're going there, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, well, you know... You know, I was really thinking uh, I'd hit back towards towards Crystal's place. I, I have an idea, something that I wanted. His eyebrows I raised. I, I had this concept that's been burning in my head and, and clicking with me like I, I know a thing that exists, but I don't know where to... Like, I, It seems like if anybody would have it, it'd be her. We can take a look. I, 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 so... I don't know what everybody else is doing, but... Uh, I'm say, anybody's free to come with me or head out with Davini? And say, Alyssa and Garn, I know she hasn't seen them and since the last time we were through here, they're practically family to her. I would be there, she says as she's heading off in that direction. So, everyone will know where to find her, if anything's okay. needed. Dreamer, which direction are you going? I'm so split. Uh, it's the duality of man, bud. I haven't been to Crystal Shop before, I'll go there. Okay. So we'll do the, the trio going to, I should say, the quartet, as we have a little dragon girl going with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do the quartet heading to Crystals first. Yeah, there's no rush with the the Black Iron Blades group, because we're just going there to, you know. Say hi. Hello, everyone. Rian Stormlight here at your service. I'm here to talk about... Wait. Is this right? Is this right? Rat trap? Rat trap games. You know how I feel about rats. I mean, ser- seriously. Oh. Okay. Okay, fine. Fine. 
Fine. RatTrapGames.com is a great place to pick up all the mats and set pieces to make your tabletop game epic. It's a great alternative to those high-priced retailers to get what you need within your budget. They design their mats to be flexible as hell for game masters, as well as offer books, dice, and anything you can need to help build your own world. The scenics they offer are easily stored and set up with relative ease. No painting, complicated assembly, muss or fuss for that matter. And the cherry on top is if you head there now and punch in the code SQLR21, you can get a 10% discount on any purchases on the site. So give RatTrapGames.com a visit and enter the code SQLR21 to get your 10% discount. Now, I'll see you on the next short quest. Long rest. Uh, so, the group that heads south, sort of southeast, towards Crystal's Curios, you pass through the center of town. And Brent Shander is a very, very different place from some of the places you've walked through. The streets are bare flagstones instead of muddy roads. You could see the people that you pass still have, like, salt rime stuck to the bottom of their boots, and the streets are actually salted to keep them from freezing over. You could tell who is a local because they have almost a crust of salt buildup on the bottom of their boots if they're not cleaning them regularly. There are also streets that are well lit, many lanterns out, sort of pushing back against the night. The mood here is somewhere between somber and not necessarily cheerful, but enduring. These are people who have been stuck in the dark for a long time, and while they might not be happy with it, they're surviving. They're surviving as a community. There are some friendly greetings that are tossed your way, and a lot of curiosity following the group as you walk through the street. You pass Town Hall, which no longer has a line out front of it. You remember the last time you were here, when there was a easily a hundred or more very sour-faced people waiting for their turn to enter the building and enter their names for the lottery. Continue to weave through the streets, and as you do, you pass on your left-hand side the burnt-out husk of a building. No longer aflame, not even smoking. Very obviously just blackened boards and a roof collapsed in. That is new to you, Felgren, the last time you passed through. You finally make it to Crystal's place on the second story above a building. You could see above that the lights within are on. And she has that still very wide glass window out front through which you can see a variety of different plants. You ascend the creaking stairs and give the door a bit of a rap. It flies open immediately and a very familiar whiskered face pokes out. Takes a moment to look you all over and then recognizing Felgren breaks into a wide grin. It's good to see you again. And you. Come in. You're going to uh, let in the cold. He nods and he'll uh, step in. And she makes space, and her shop is very, very small. It's difficult to fit four people in there, let alone Miri, who is currently sitting outside, you know, on that first story, kind of resting her chin on some of the lower steps. <laughs> My poor little sweetie. 
inside there is uh, a very narrow bookshelf running down the center of the shop. The walls are lined with shelves with a variety of knickknacks. You're now seeing that window with the plants in it from the inside and the entire space is very warm. She doesn't quite have a counter. She instead sort of has a very wide shelf that she sits beside on a stool. And perching there takes a spell book that you saw the last time you were here, Felgren. It just flips idly through it. If you'll see something you like, let me know. I think my uh, companion here is looking for something specific or an idea of something specific. Hi. What? Hi. What are you? You were the one that was looking for the um, ruby, right? Hi. Hi. That's funny you say that because I didn't know what I was looking for last time, but yes. I've been seeing it in my head this time. And that's exactly what it is. It's a ruby. It's a, it's a gem. A gem that, uh, it's, I don't know. I can't even explain it right. But ever, ever since, the closer I get connected to my daughter, the more I see it, the more clearly I see it. And, uh, do you have anything like that? It's what, uh, it, it would be like, uh, arcane in some way. The ability to, to focus through it. So, surprisingly, I think last time we spoke, I spoke of a man who had sent the north with one of those. Yeah, he said it was uh, affixed to a shield. So, unfortunately, I never came across him. Well, someone else came across him. And, ah. well, what was left of him? So, they, oh, they come back this way. Oh, oh, just, so, they came back this way with it. Well, uh, they didn't know that he was uh, a former customer of mine. Mm-hmm. So I bought it back at a uh, surprisingly good price. No, not everyone who's a... Uh, well, if you can't use magic, why keep on to it, you know? I... Mm-hmm. I... Exactly. And I think, well, like, a bit of Rian's a damn near salivating at this point. Like, like, it's just like, he's so excited <laughs> about this. Like, 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 so, so, uh, what, uh, what's your price for it? <coughs> Don't look too good. I, uh, really? Okay. Just when you start kind of mentioning a price, her yeah, eyes like, light up. And well, uh, If you got it, that's cool. If not, you know, I understand. <laughs> whatever. It's just whatever. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. It was very good, wasn't it? Good transition. You're doing great. <laughs> Saying it to himself. <laughs> You're doing fantastic, Reed. She looks from you, Rian, to Felgren, and then kind of tips her head like, is this guy for real? Mm. He just kind of shakes his head a little bit. <laughs> Alright. Well, I mean, I suppose it depends on how much you're uh, looking to pay for it. You have an offer? Uh, well, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, maybe, how about 20 gold? She snorts at that. I'm sure. So I, I might, I might, am I talking my own self up here, or we going to go back and forth? No, no. I was, uh, I was waiting for you to give a serious offer. Okay. Well, I could probably go up to say, like, uh, he's like counting out his coins, like in his pocket. He's like, how about, uh, like, do forty? Does forty sound good? 
you know what? I can part with it for 50. 50, eh? Hmm. Yeah, After sure. all, that, I should that... say it's used. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, you know what? You drive a hard bargain, but absolutely, I'll take it. You know, if your uh, daughter is willing to give me a tooth, I could sell it to you for 25. Uh, I'll, I'll pay the full amount for it. And so if she wants to sell her teeth, when she's old enough, she can make that decision for herself. Have to go knock some fucking teeth out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she has plenty. No, I. No, this isn't a thing up for discussion. We're not I just gonna. 25 start... gold a piece? Well, I mean, she's like rather uh, young. She was only about the. What, as big as your shoulder the last time? Hey. He looks like he's thinking. Uh, you keep thinking. You keep it quiet. Like nobody's yanking teeth out of my daughter's mouth. No, I'm just saying if they happen to fall out well, on accident. Then, I swear this town brings out the worst in you, Grin. I don't know what you I mean. think it brings out the best. Yeah, I bet you do. It's a man that's turned my own heart. <laughs> See? Uh, maybe it's you. Uh, maybe. Maybe. That's right. Maybe it is me. This town brings out the worst in me. Oh, and but, this uh, and uh, Dreamer's here, right? Yep. I was oh, about yeah. to ask what your uh, tall, dark, and silent friend there wanted. Uh, this is uh, Dreamer, and uh, he usually just wants to stand there. Is there anything that caught your eye there, Dreamer? I'm over by the plants. <laughs> of course. There are a couple that have small flowers, nothing really big. Um, one has a myriad of tiny purple blossoms that are all clustered close together and give off a very pleasant sort of honey scent. Whereas other is a sort of creeping vine on a small trellis with small star-shaped white flowers. I see that he appreciates beauty. Hmm. Plants. I sometimes get people in here wondering why the hell I uh, keep those when I could be... Yeah... Doing something more with my time. It's good to be reminded of the brighter places. I'm going to cast Druidcraft on these plants and just help them along a little bit. Alrighty. I have a little shop of horrors moment here. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. uh, Is there any one in particular that you're reaching out for? Here, how about you describe which one that you help and how you help it? Um, with a little bit of the charm of plant command, some flowers that have yet to bloom. He's just gonna be like gently like coaxing them open with his magic. All right. Yeah, there is a sort of budding plant that doesn't have any color to show for it. The leaves are this very spade-like dark green. And it's covered in buds, but none of them have blossomed. And as you extend your hand out to sort of prod at it, she goes, ah, that one. You know, I have been trying to grow it for more than a year now, and it just doesn't like the gold. I... And in the middle of that, as you touch it, one of the blossoms unfolds. It's this brilliant orange color with yellow at the ends of the leaves and a bright red stem that extends outward towards you. First one blossom opens, and then about half a dozen more around the plant. 
Each of the blossoms is about as large as your hand when open. And the room fills with a very, very heady fragrance. Oh, well, aren't you just full of uh, beautiful magics? I suppose. Very modest, too. That's all right. I think your friend here, and she points to Felgren, has enough of modesty for uh, the rest of your group. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah, Rhea just rolls his eyes. I know, I recognize kindred spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Should I leave? Is there, there something you need to say, <laughs> Rian? Nah. Actually, yes. I got one more thing. Do you have any books on, like, uh... Like ancient military, like history and like combat, ones battles, that armor. aren't erotic. She'd started to answer and then looks a little crestfallen <laughs> and then touches her claws to her chin and taps her chin for a moment. I do believe I do, yes. Uh, though if you're looking for stuffy military history, you're more likely to find that at uh, the town hall. Town hall? Interesting. Bet you Miri would love that. They got books there, like a, like a library. Mm, sounds it's small fun. One. I well, I mean, if you're used to a big city, it's small, but the largest in the Dale. Interesting. Excellent. I appreciate that. But, uh, but yeah, if you, uh, if you got a little something, I'll pick it up for Miri, just as a present. Promise I'll her I'll get her. i you, I think. Uh, nice. Check down there by your ankle. Okay. And he leans down and looking around for books. And yeah, there are a couple of uh, slim books down there, but the one that stands out to you is this very thick volume, and I'm talking about as wide as your thumb, mm-hmm. that has no name on the side binding. When you pull it out a little, you can see that the edges are shiny, you know, like a, almost like a, a gold leaf around yeah. the edges of the book. I believe that should uh, keep your daughter occupied. Excellent. Um, just real quick, does it seem like this came from uh, what's his name shop back in uh, uh, what was it not Fire's Year? What was the little town we went, the port we went into, where the guy like gold painted everything, like did the gold <laughs> leafing on everything to like? <laughs> if anything, at least it reminds him of it. It looks like we're like, huh? Like this seems familiar. Excellent. How much for the book? 25 gold. 25 gold? You drive a hard bargain. How about how about 15? She hesitates a moment and she, her gaze kind of flicks over to Felgren. He just kind of shrugs. <sighs> Alright, 15. Only because your friend here is handsome. Mm. Thank you. I was going to say, <laughs> you're that dreamer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's not like I like you or anything, you know, the group. <laughs> but you bring me business when it's normally frigid up here. The business, I mean, you know. Yes. Well, I appreciate this. And he, like, takes the book. He's like, uh, I'm gonna go show this to Mary. You, uh, wrap up whatever, uh, business you have going on around uh, with, uh, with Crystal and meet me outside. Mm-hmm. And he gives a nod to, to Felgren and Dreamer and heads on outside to show Mary her new book. All right. Felgren? Dreamer, anything else you guys want to do while you're here? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think he just wanted to to say his hellos and uh, to somebody that he uh, enjoys. If there's anything else you need, I can keep my ears open. I imagine uh, your adventures have not been 
uninteresting. You don't seem the type. Oh, they've been interesting. Maybe I'll hear them sometime. Oh, I'm sure the bards will carry our songs eventually. Isn't that right, Reed? Absolutely. As the, I'll say as the door is locked <laughs> shut and it's like you hear the ching ching of the door as he heads outside. And Rian, it is a bit of a shock going from the freezing cold into this almost bath-like heat and now straight out into the cold again. It is a slap across the face. Oh, Jesus, I hate the North so much. Oh, Mary. Yeah? I can't wait till you're nice and big. We're going somewhere warm after this. You promise? Oh, you, it, it is it, it is more than a promise. I damn near almost say it's a threat, but I, I know you'd enjoy it just as much as I would. As long as there's a beach. I, I, oh, the nicest beaches, too. I mean, we'll come north every so often after all we fix all of this. Because, of course, we still have the, the tavern. But, uh... Once we get our own ship, we sail into port every so often, go wherever the hell we want to go. She gives a nod. And it's really funny because as she is nodding, her chin is thumping against those rickety stairs and they're swaying a little under your feet. Nice. (laughs) They're like, oh, I got you a present too. Oh, don't you worry. This is all yours. And say it, I pull out the book and open it up for her so she can read it. Because I don't think she has the ability to, I don't know, she might be able to like thumb through a a book, I guess. Like, dragon front paws are kind of antsy, kind of, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah. Alrighty. So, so, do we want to switch on over to the other group? I was going to ask a question. Oh, sure. oh yeah. By all means, while we're still here. Do you have any books on islands in the ice flows? Islands in the ice flows. My books tend to be a little more esoteric. Uh, seems to be thinking very, very hard on that. No, I don't think I do. Again, maybe the town hall. Yes, town hall would be the place for you. Or else if you ask at one of the, uh, uh, general goods shops, they might be able, or a supplier, they could get you a map, maybe. Thumbs up. I don't know where he picked that up. (laughs) I take it the two of you head down to join Rian and Miri. Oh, Yes, but he stopped at the door. Oh, um, one thing. Do you know where a person might find a dice game? I would try the hook to knucklehead. Thank you very much. And he kind of gives a, gives a wink and then closes the door. You are gonna stir up some shit and it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. All right. <laughs> So, the four of you, where do you start heading before we switch over to the other two? He's going to go to the hooked knucklehead and he will say as much. Um, I think Rian's probably heading to the... He'll probably head to Black Iron Blades first to pick up uh, the other the other two. And then he's probably going to head to Town Hall. Alright. And Dreamer, where are you heading? I'll keep an eye on Felger and I'll keep him alive. Thank you. <laughs> Alive and out of jail? Maybe. Oh, oh shit, Town Hall's like literally on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was, I was like, yeah, you can stop the there if you want to and then head on to the Blades. Yeah, I can always just check in and say, see what's up. So yeah, I'll, I'll stop through Town Hall first, then Black Iron Blades. Well, Tavini and Krellick, as you turn onto the street with the Black Iron Blades and start making your way down there, You're about half a block away when, out of the darkness, 
something feels wrong. Tavini, you're looking at the spot where the black iron blades should be, but what's left in its place is a burned husk. Oh no. Tavini runs. Fuck. Like full speed, just runs for the, the black iron blades. Running does not restore the building. And you arrive there, uh, the light of your lantern spilling over it. And you can see the sort of crumbling rune of half of a foundry made of stonework under some of the rubble. The thicker beams of the house and shop attachment have collapsed. There are tiles littering the ground and the entire thing is covered in a decent blanket of snow. Easily, you know, eight inches thick. Oh, no, 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 no. Elsa? She starts frantically moving forward to see if there's, like, any signs of people dying. As you move forward to investigate the rune, you start pulling aside boards and there's snow and charcoal sloughing off them and you're uncovering you know bit of, bits of detritus from a shop burned hooks hung from the wall where articles of clothing used to be burned lengths of rope you know folded cloth that has obviously been charred and flakes away under your hands there is no sign in just like a couple of minutes of rooting around of either of the people that used to live here. And as you're rooting through it, Kralik, what are you doing? Uh, looking for anyone nearby? There are a couple people passing in the street. Maybe try to stop the someone? elderly man kind of pauses to watch Tavini root through the rubble. Uh, slide off the bear because I do not want to approach him on a giant bear. And walk up, try to get information. As you approach this man, the deep lines of his face seem shadowed in the light tossed from her lantern and the few streetlights that illuminate the you know, scene of despair. And he looks nervously at the bear and then shifts his attention to you. Something I can help you with. Hi, dear. Do you know what happened to the shop? Oh... Vandals of some kind, I think. Um, I have just half a block, and from what I recall, a uh, few hooligans came and burnt it down. Do you know the shop owners? Are they okay? Oh, yeah, you're speaking of uh, Garn and Elsa. Hi. Yes, they're uh, staying uh, somewhere else, I think, the knucklehead. Thank you, thank you very much. I think he's going to turn around and go for Tavini instantly and tell her what he just found out. But she's shaking as she's like moving pieces and there's like very clear streams of tears think down her cheeks as she's searching. Kind of grab her by the shoulders, kind of give her a little shake. Tavini, Tavini, they're okay, they're okay. 